powered by the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries. But we also have Rob Moore, Livestock Risk Management Partnership there in Minneapolis, 4M Plumbing of Washington, Iowa, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus Junction, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Western Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, uh, have all chipped in and helped uh, help help bring you uh, great coverage. I feel like we had great coverage. It's, it's uh, been really good here uh, as we get ready for the playoffs. We got Scotty Melvin uh, for a little caffeinated conversation. Uh, uh, welcome, program, Scotty. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You know, we used to do a lot of this during the football season. These early morning conversations uh, where you're drinking coffee and it it. Uh, <laughs> It always did really good during the football season. We finally did one last week, uh, and it was the dang highest rated show of the whole month so far. So I thought maybe we could uh, uh, continue this. This is uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I guess my first question for you is you got any thoughts on this here Super Bowl? Well, uh, I do. Um, this is probably the first time in a long time. I guess last year was kind of similar, but... Uh, Generally, when it comes to pro football, my team stinks, and they're not in the running early on in the season, so I kind of pick some other teams to follow. And by the time it all shakes out to the last four teams or whatever, very rarely is there even anybody I like involved anymore, so I'm kind of more rooting against people than I am rooting for people. <laughs> but uh, this year, it didn't go that way. I kind of liked every team that, that came down to the, the you know conference championship games, and here we are at the Niners and the Chiefs. I like both teams. They've got players I like. Um, I'm I'm kind of low key rooting for the the Niners because of the Iowa flavor. There's a lot of there's a lot of Iowa in this. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I would imagine. I mean, I don't know what you think. I mean, there's other teams that might give them a run, but I think more Iowans like the Kansas City Chiefs than any other team. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of Packer fans, a lot of Bears fans, a lot of a lot of Vikings fans. There's no, yeah, no question but, about it. But I still think, you know, at least over the last few years, that the uh, that the Chiefs have it going on. I think it's going to be a pretty good. Uh, I think so. Uh, I actually watched one football game. It was a playoff game. I can't remember who played, but it was when the internet was down for two days and I couldn't get. Just had to watch over the air TV, and uh, that was a pretty good game. Yeah, I think this year, this year this year was a fairly high quality product the NFL put out so far. So hopefully, it continues today. Well, uh, as far as high-quality uh, products are going, uh, uh, this basketball season pretty pretty high-quality basketball season. And we've got uh, some pretty great matchups coming up. Uh, do you have any matchups in particular? You're going to go see the Sigourney Danville game, weren't you? Yeah, it's right here in town. Um, I've really kind of locked into watching these Danville boys play uh, since I've had access to easy access to go watch them here late in the season. I kind of wish I'd gotten more time earlier to, to kind of get a feel for this team because I think they've kind of come on strong uh, as the season's worn on. But, yeah, I'll be here for that, and I'll get to see Coach Eslick and his savages come to town, and uh, that's a rare opportunity for me since I don't get up that direction uh, much these days. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that one. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Um, I've seen Sigourney, and, and – Every time I've seen them, they played very well, and they shoot very yeah. well. And, uh, you know, Solon Yates, he's a, a three-point scoring machine. He has some games where he gets hot. I saw him hit six, um, recently hit seven uh, in a game. So I think that would be key 
yeah. uh, uh, for them. But you're telling me Danville has a lot of height. They do, and, and it's even. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I missed something, or, or uh, maybe uh, some adjustments made been made recently to some of the uh, substituting they've been doing and whatnot. But a kid I'd missed. Uh, Oh, the previous games I've been to up until the last one I went to for Danville, and I want to read his name off real quick so we can get it out there. He's a junior form. Uh, of course, I'm having trouble getting bound to come up. But uh, his name's Landon. Uh, here we go. Sigourney Danville rosters. He is a forward, Landon Siebert. Junior forward for Danville, he's six foot six, and we already know about Carter Buck and Carson Orth, the two uh, six seven guys that that uh, start for Danville. Um, and and you know one of the things I've said that might be key to somebody wanting to have success against Danville if they're undersized is to get Carson, you know, who's a, a, a tenacious defender around Sigourney the basket. Savage's high school basketball roster. Um, you know, if you can get him in foul trouble, you might have something there. Problem is, the other night they. They brought uh, Landon in, and I felt like the drop off and quality of play just wasn't there. So you've got a six foot six kid coming off the bench. It, it presents a lot of problems for a team that doesn't have any any size, which Sigourney does not. But they can shoot it, and that's one way to negate that size. If they're hot, like we've seen them get, um, you know, they could they could be a lot of trouble for Danville down here. Well, they uh, uh, let's talk. I uh, uh, got a couple of awards I want to give out. Uh, to the uh, um, Sigourney Savages, you know, I, I, we had the whole seasons over now, and and we had a lot of these kids uh, um, play for us, and I got three awards here to give out just to Sigourney Savage players. Uh, the the first award we're giving out is to Cole McKay for hitting the longest shot anyone had all year long. It was somewhere between the free throw line and the half court line. Uh, last second shot up against Pekin. Uh, uh, so he's the he's the Longman Award of the year. Uh, Cole McKay with his big shot. Uh, and uh, uh, Solon Yates. He hit the most threes in a game uh, uh, on Round Guy Radio this year. So he gets an uh, he gets the three point shooter award. And uh, Isaac Bronze. He gets the he gets the uh, uh, the bad MFR award of the year because uh, he is the he, he just throws his body around here regardless of you know anything that uh, any regard for his health or anything and just he I just remember coming off the court with seven stitches and blood all over and then wanting to come right back in the game player of the game that game he was a, he's a so that was that's a um, Isaac Bruns is a big part of what they do. Um, you know, they got Cole McKay. They got a lot of great players over there. Uh, but if you're going to have your hands full in this one, you got any more thoughts on this game at all? Well, uh, since you bring up Isaac Bruns, our, our bad mf of the year, um, he's, he's one possible key here because, you know, when I'm watching the game on TV, I finally get to watch uh, some Sigourney basketball with that game uh, versus Waco the other night, and I thought they did really well against the Warriors. Uh, Isaac stood out to me because he looked bigger than, than 6'1". I don't know if it's because he plays football and he's got a little beef to him, he's got a little muscle on him, he's got kind of long arms. Um, I feel like he's one that could challenge uh, Danville down inside if they can find him or find him some lanes to drive the ball. If he can just 
be fearless and take that thing at the big men and draw some fouls and things like that, you know, regardless of getting some shots blocked, because Orr's going to block some shots. That's what he does. But, uh, you know, if they can get Danville's big guys in foul trouble, that's going to open up a, a big door for them and a possible key to success. And I think Isaac will be uh, integral in that. We'll see how it plays out. But that's that's my thoughts is get the big guys in trouble, uh, you know, take good outside shots and nail them like Yates can do. And that would be the key for me for the Savages to have uh, come out of Danville with a win. Well, I think this is a good game, but I think it's a big ask for Sigourney, uh, especially with Danville at home. Uh, it's a little rough to go yeah. in there and Sigourney and, and win. Uh, well, it, yeah, and Danville's a, a basketball town, and we were at the girls' game, district game versus Notre Dame the other night, and I'll tell you, the crowd was raucous for that one. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to see what it's going to be like uh, atmosphere-wise down here tomorrow night. Well, I'm really excited about you being in Danville and getting us uh, a bird's-eye view of a, a place that's been a little more difficult for me to get some stuff because it got such good action. Anything else about this game you want to talk about? No, I, I'm ready to watch it, and uh, we'll have a you know I'll give you a bird's-eye report on what I see. Um, I think it's going to be a good one. All right. Well, here is another game that is uh, a couple teams that I've seen a lot of. Uh, and that's Pekin traveling to Waco. Uh, Pekin's had a pretty great season. They're the number three seed. They, they've got a really great conference record. They've had uh, uh, some excellent wins, but uh, uh, they played Waco twice. Had a real tough time with them. What do, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this game? Well, you know, they say uh, you don't want to play a team three times in a year. You know, with basketball, it can happen when you're in the same conference and then you face in the playoffs. But uh, for me, Waco's matchup problems for Pekin are so great that I, I can't see it going any other way than the way it has gone. I, I think Pekin will put out a you know a valiant effort, uh, and we may see a closer score than we've seen in the first two games, but I just I don't see Waco dropping this first-round game. Well, uh, I've got some awards to give out for some players here. Uh, we're going to give uh, Will the Thrill Adams of uh, Pekin Panthers the James Brown Hardest Working Man in Show Business Award. Uh because there just ain't no kid that defense is hard, plays harder, uh, probably sweats more, and needs a shower worse at the end of the game than Will the Thrill. He's a, uh, you know, they got the Wolfman over there. They got Vinnie Dahlstrom. They 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 got Sylvester. They they got you could say they got a lot. Uh, but then Waco also has a, a an award winner uh, for performance on Round Guy Radio, and that is. Uh, Refused to lose, Hunter Hughes uh, had the biggest offensive output of 39 points uh, all season long on Round Guy Radio against Columbus this year. And Scotty, uh, he looked like Michael Jordan that night. I, I mean, he just was a miracle worker, and he probably had 20 assists too on top of that. Uh, uh, you got any thoughts on Hunter Hughes or or uh, or uh, oh, yeah. thrill there? Uh, I've only seen Will play football, but I, I like watching that team play. I said they're just a little bit of depth away from being uh, amongst the elites of that district in, uh, that they play in, in football along with the Columbus and a Lisbon, and he's a big part of that along, as, as well as his younger brother. Um, they, they've got some great players. I don't think, like I said, I don't think they match up well with Waco, and that's going to be tough. But, uh, yeah, Hunter Hughes, one of my favorite young men I've ever met in southeast Iowa. He's, uh, he's been a, a kid that's been a joy to know. And, um, yeah, he can do it all. He's, a, he's, I think, perceived as a scorer, first and foremost, uh, rightfully so. We were watching that film the other night against Sigourney, and he was drilling some deep threes, 
when he's not on that way, he's great at uh, adjusting his game to taking it to the hole and, and getting easier buckets. And so, you know, he, he's, he's got that uh, basketball smarts, you know, not to force things that aren't there. He's been a more, I think, way more adept passer this year than I'd seen him in the past. Not that he couldn't do it. It's just I, I feel like it's a, something he's focused on this year. And, uh, you know, he, he's on his last hurrah here as a senior. We've been watching him for three years do his thing in this basketball. And uh, I think he's going to lay it all out there along with his, his fellow seniors. And, and uh, Waco's a dangerous team in this sub-state. Waco's really playing well. Uh, um, and one of the big reasons, I think, is Oswald's. Uh, yeah. He seems to have kind of uh, taken on a leadership role. Um, his shooting's a lot better than it was early in the year. Uh, his defense, I mean, he's just... He's up there. He's a, a will the thrill prototype of working hard all the time, isn't he? He is. He grinds in the gym. He's one of the few kids around that uh, knows the importance of eating for the goals that you want, and that's something you don't see in young people. Um, we preach it, but that you know, kids can get away with things us old guys can't. <laughs> and uh, but he he lives the uh, right way for playing his sports. Basketball, you know, is probably kind of secondary to him compared to football. Um, but you're right. He's he was seemed a little colder earlier in the year, and he's come on with his three point. He's and and his timing has been great. Like it's it's like when they've needed those points the worst. That's when he has been on the most, and that's what I've seen. And he gets key rebounds. He's he's sneaky. You know, he's uh, kind of remind me of Cooper Buffington up at Winfield last year. Now he wrestled this year, but last year I'm like, well, you won't notice the kids on the floor, and then all of a sudden he's got an offensive rebound putting it back in the hole, and he does it three or four times in a game, and that's a big deal. And Reese is that kind of player. You know, I find the Swiss Army knife because he can play anywhere on the football field except maybe line, and I think he can do anything on the basketball court as well, position-wise. So he's uh, he's key to their success, and it's kind of a kind of a sneaky key. Well, Waco, uh, as a team, also gets the Comeback of the Year award for their uh, game against uh, uh, Moravia. Uh, yeah, that that was something to watch. I, I was glued down. I think, I think Oswald was a big part of that, as well as Lichty and, and Waterhouse. But uh, one of the big guys that uh, seems to have them kind of turn the dial up a little bit is this Eglick kid. What do you think of him? He is, along with Nick Stone, uh, the, in my opinion, and I might be missing one or two kids out there too, but as far as freshman basketball players go in the varsity level in southeast Iowa, uh, yeah, Isaac Egley is as good as they get. I don't know if I've seen a freshman as good as him. Um, and Nick Stone's right up there with him, but we're talking about Isaac. These kids, they don't look like freshmen out there. Physically, maybe a little, um, because they're younger, but... Uh, the, the way they play, like the headiness and uh, the steadiness and all that stuff, things you wouldn't expect from a kid that age in the, out there in, in a varsity team that's, uh, you know, kind of highly rated in this area. Yeah, man, he's uh, he's a big part of what they do and a very important piece to Waco's success this well, he, year. He may very well be freshman of the year. I'll have to kind of look into that a little bit. But, uh, um, I'm you know, he's one that's definitely caught my eye and I'm really, really impressed with. Uh, it's got to be him or Nick. Well, well, we'll kind of briefly go over this next one here. Uh, uh, Columbus went into uh, New London, and New London uh, got the better of them kind of in back-to-back games there, or, or two games in a short period. Uh, Coach Porter's uh, New London Tigers were a little bit too much. They're kind of a rebounding machine. Uh, but uh, I did want to mention something. We do have a, an award winner, uh, someone who played on Round Guy Radio a lot this year, and uh, 
We're giving the Joe Cool Award uh, to Tim Hillis, uh, Big Poison over there, uh, for the player that uh, just looked the damn coolest all year long. He's got that headband on. He's got a bounce to his step. He can spin move. I, I, I like watching him play. What do you think of uh, Big Poison over there? I don't know if I've gotten to see any film on, on them. There's a few teams that I've completely missed out on this year. Yeah, I know you were on a big crash course diet here in the last couple of weeks, you know. Uh, we just missed yeah. three weeks of the season, so there wasn't as much chance. But, yeah, he had a great season. Uh, but this yeah. brings us to the uh, New london uh, Winfield mount Union matchup. Uh, uh, last year, uh, New London, uh, I think they beat Waco, and I think they beat uh, Winfield mount Union, and I think they beat Danville. Uh they knocked out half of Southeast Iowa on their way to the, the state tournament there. What do you uh, uh what are you thinking uh about any guy thoughts on this game? Uh which one is this one? Winfield Mount Union and, and New London. Sorry, my dogs had me distracted for a second. Um uh, Yeah I mean anybody that faces off against Winfield Mount Union is gonna be the underdog through this district, uh nine out of substate five, I think, and maybe even through the entire substate of things play out uh, the way that they should as they're seated. So I don't give, I didn't give New London or Columbus a, any snowballs chance against Winfield Mount Union, although, um, you know, there's a reason we put them on the court and play, but uh, this is one where the experience, the size, the athletic ability is, I, I just, I don't even see it being close and that's no knock on New London or, you know, had Columbus won or whatever. Uh, it's just the fact that this is a uh, this is the year of the wolf, man, and and uh, it's going to be hard for anyone to take these guys down, especially at this point of the year. <laughs> well, we do have an award winner here on Winfield Mount Union, uh, and that's Abram Edwards for Rebounder of the Year. I don't think there's anybody that uh, rebounded as well as he did, although Evan Vivito and Billy Kindred give him a run for his money uh, yeah. up there in Kyoto. But I do think that he was. Uh, the standing tall uh, deliverer of uh, uh, rebounds. Uh, he's not exactly a round mound of rebound, but he's some kind of mound of rebound over there. He's definitely not a round mound, but he's a tall, muscular, um, great hands, <laughs> strong. I don't know what else to say about Abram, but he's had a heck of a senior year going back to football, now basketball. Man, if you watched that game down at uh, SEC last weekend against West Burlington, he was unstoppable when he wanted to take the ball to the hoop. And uh, I, I feel like he's one of those kids like a Hunter Hughes. If he wanted to, and their game ain't built this way, but if he wanted to, that kid could probably go off for 40 a game. Um, he's just he's just too athletic, too strong. He's not a normal high school kid. Yeah, a uh, big act for uh, 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 Coach Porter, the New London Tigers. Although, yeah. they did finish their season strong, and I'm pretty proud of him. He, He's got a very, very young team. I think they're all sophomores and freshmen. And uh, um, I, you know, he was last year's coach of the year. He's he's one of the um, he's one of the coaches I like the most. To be honest with you, uh, I I, I really think one. he yeah. gets he can get so much out of his players. You know, by motivating them and stuff, and he knows how to put them in the right position. So, but I do th agree with you. Well, let's go ahead on the other side. Uh, English Valley uh, uh, won their. Uh, play-in game, and they're going to take on the Kyoto Eagles. Uh, you got any thoughts on that? Well, 
Kyoto's undefeated, one of few in the state of out of all classes. Um, some would say their the uh, sickle isn't as strong as it has been in recent history, but there are some pretty good teams over there. They've met them all and beat them all. Um, you know, this is going to be kind of like the, in my opinion, the Winfield. Mount Union versus New London game. There's really yeah, there's, uh, I mean, no there's, path to victory for English Valley. New England, New New London probably has more of a chance than in, in this one. Yeah, I, I would probably New, agree with New, that. I think New That's London's not probably better than English Valley. English Valley uh, did get a nice win uh, uh, to get themselves into the playoffs against. I think it was McSquawky Settlement. I, I didn't know anything about them, but they, they put 63 points on the board, held them to 30 something. It was a good good game. Uh, but we do have kind of an award winner here on the Kyoto Eagles side, and that is Most Improved Player of the Year. Uh, this guy was a really good player last year, but this year, man, he is the force, and that is is the young man, uh, the two-time uh, player of the game winner on Round Guy the only two-time uh, in basketball, and that is Bad Billy Kindred. That kid has stepped up his game He's grown about six inches, it seems like. Uh, uh, he's big, he's tall. He comes hard to the basket. He can't hit threes, but if the threes aren't falling, he, he just shells that and just goes right to the basket. He gets a, a, a lot of points. Um, big part of what they do. Uh, you got any thoughts on this Kyoto Eagles uh, EV matchup? You know, I, and I didn't get to watch Kyoto this year. I did get to come over and watch him once last year with you uh, in a really hard-fought game against yeah, Lindell Sully. Yeah. And so I got to see these boys that are still playing this year uh, a year ago, and he was really impressive. Um, what was he, a sophomore last year? So the fact that he's grown, I'm, you know, that's kind of scary for opponents, because I thought he was tall and long a year ago. Oh, yeah, uh, he was great last year. Yeah, uh, But this was. year, man, he is a force to reckon with, man. And they've got a, a pile of those kids, including his brother, who was one of my favorites last year. And I, you know, he was—he's a point guard, Cole. But uh, man, he was slicing up that Linville Soli defense last year, driving the ball to the hoop when they needed buckets. And I was impressed with him. And then, of course, you got—you got the son of the coach there, uh, one of our favorite. Oh yeah, Sawyer Stout, man. I mean, um, he's better than he was last year, but uh, he was so good last year. It'd be hard for him to improve too much, but. You know, he's kind of the steady glue that holds that team together. Uh, uh, but he's not the, the, the guy that brings the ball up and distributes it. That's, that's killer Cole Kindred. Uh, but he gets the ball over there. He, and he does, you know, he, he, he gets a share of assists and everything. But uh, killer Cole's big. Evan Vivito's big down there. They got yeah. depth. They got nine seniors. Um, they got more depth than anybody. Uh, I mean, you just go right down there. I mean, the like Bubby and, and Ashton Thomas have come in games and hit big threes. Uh, they just don't have a weak spot at all. Uh, yeah, they, they may present, you know, let's say, you know, it gets that deep when it, it might be up at the state tournament or whatever if they make it that far. Winfield Mountain Union makes it that far. Some of these teams have got size and and whatnot. I think Kyoto matches up with pretty much everybody that you could throw at them. So I give them a, 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 as good a chance as anybody to make it all the way. Yeah, hardly nobody sees them, uh, um, and it's uh, uh, because of they play in, you know, they don't, but you're in the Southeast Iowa Super Conference, you're going to be playing New London and, and and Holy Trinity and Waco and Winfield and, and the whole gamut of, of Southeast Iowa teams, but they yeah. play all the interstate, other than uh, Sigourney, you know, it's all 
teams around Interstate 80 all the time. So people don't get a chance to see him, but soon you'll get a chance to see him, and you'll be pretty impressed because uh, they are loaded for bear. I think they are, uh, you know, one of the teams that we got the best shot at not just going to the Dome, but maybe getting some wins on the board there too. All right, I well, see it happen, yeah. we'll pick this up a little bit here. Here's one uh, Lone Tree uh, traveling to Hillcrest. Uh, Lone Tree does have this big six-foot-seven uh, exchange student city, uh, uh, and they've got a lot of little scrappy players, you know, and they got, they're got a hard-working, hard-fighting team, uh, uh, but they uh, I don't think they could take on Hillcrest and uh, uh, what uh, uh, Coach Gilcrest has up there. He's got some real good shooters. Um, I, I, I'll be pretty surprised to see Lone Tree get past them. Yeah, I had to look around on the the brackets here to find them because uh they're kind of up north looks like um yeah hillcrest to me is going to be way too much for lone tree i've seen lone tree play you're right they've, they've got they do some things well they've got the one big kid and he moves well and he's an athlete and all that um i just i felt like watching them they had not much of an an offensive identity i didn't really understand what it was they were trying to do and uh you know this isn't the point of the season to be having those struggles and and make it very far I don't think you can probably say that about a, a, a Coach Gingrich coached team that you'll see out of Hillcrest Academy. Yeah, they may Seth not Bowers and Rowan Miller up there. They're, they're a pretty dang good team. Uh, yeah. Um, well, what, that's enough on that game. Here's another game that uh, 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 Cardinal Comets are going to travel to Mid Prairie uh, as uh, West Burlington and Kyoto have finished undefeated. Uh, I'm not sure if Cardinal won a game. They may have won one late uh, in the year. I've seen them play a, a time or two. Uh, they do a lot of things well, but they're not deep and they're not super talented. Uh, uh, I don't think Mid Prairie's going to have any trouble cutting through them, although I haven't seen Mid Prairie at all this year. I haven't either. Um, usually I get some eyes on them or at least some ears. I'll listen to some games that just didn't work out that way this year. Um, I think they've kind of had an up and down season. They they beat somebody uh, good recently. It was a I think it was three A team. I think might have been Washington or, or Mount Pleasant. I can't remember, Fairfield. but Fairfield. Okay, yeah, it's Fairfield. You're right. Um, and to me, those are always a quality win. So that that shows me that they're they're pretty good. Um, and then you're playing in the two A sub state brackets are very short compared to the one A. The path to states uh, a lot easier. Um, hate to say that, but it's a fact. And uh, yeah, I think they'll get a first round win. And then they got to go up against a really good Eddieville Blakesburg Fremont team in, in round two. That'll be tough. Uh, well, let's see here. Now, here's the game. Here's the game that I'm, I'm uh, 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 liking. Uh, uh, well, here's a game that, that might be uh, a little something. Uh, as the Winfield uh, or the Wapolo Indians are going to take on the uh, Notre Dame Knights. Jackson lands here uh, for uh, for Wampolo. Is the round guy radio most improved player in the second half? Uh, he really took that team on his shoulders. They had a great great game. Uh, although I'm thinking this Notre Dame team is going to be much too much. I agree because they're probably and this is kind of fun. Much about them all year. And then here we are in the playoffs, and there are two seeds. So that tells you how good they are without having even seen them. I'm, I'm kind of uh, 
in a state of shock here that I haven't heard more about them throughout the year, but that's, that's can go that way with these small schools. Um, and yeah, Wapolo, they've got some, some good players. I've seen them play a couple times on YouTube and, and, uh, I thought that they should probably be more competitive than they have been against some of the top tier teams. Um, so I'm not really sure what to say about that, but Jackson Lands will get his, um, he's got, he's got some good quality teammates. I think their depth's a little bit, uh, shallow so that doesn't bode too well i just yeah i don't see them being able to overcome uh, a two seed and uh, out of the quality of teams that we've got down here in a in a playoff situation even if lance goes off for 50 you know i think he'll get his but uh it won't be enough all right uh well um i was very happy to report last week that the highland huskies uh won their first round game uh, uh friday night uh pushed a, a, out a 10-point win uh, against a team I wasn't really familiar with, and I'm very happy for them uh, to uh, get that win. I, I saw them in person and, um, you know, kind of followed their scores, and I noticed they hadn't won uh, very many, but they looked better than I thought they would, and I was really proud to see them get get that win, although they're not going to be able to play North Lynn. Yeah, um, <laughs> that one, that, um, you know, play hard, um, try to get some positives out of the, you know, springboard into next year. Northland's not losing in the first round. <laughs> well, you got the, the brackets up uh, as um, there's a really good game that Louisa Muscatine, I'm not sure they don't play Central Lee. Do you know who they yeah, play? Yeah, Louisa Muscatine plays uh, Central Lee, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, this is the round guy game of the week for certain. Uh uh, Louisa Musket. Who's the home game? That I don't know. Um, I'm not sure how you. Well, I guess it'd be the higher seed, and I got to bring it back up again because the window closed. Okay. Two A. But I think this is the big one. This is the one. I mean, this is probably the most exciting game. Uh, um, you know, Louisa Muscatine. Um, I think they may be um one of the dark horses here pretty great team what do you um uh, they got uh, north up he really lit the lit up the the christmas tree uh when i saw him play they got finnegan klein um you know he was the last year's player of the year the uh, uh north up so uh they got a lot but i have seen central lee play uh yeah. Uh, I saw him play Sigourney. Now, this was in a round robin just before the season started. And, dude, they looked like the Lakers. I mean, they were just totally dominating that game. They were, I mean, doing everything. Now, they got a couple seniors, and the rest of them are sophomores and freshmen. So, their coach told me they're kind of young and kind of old. They've been pretty scrappy. Uh, um, coach Van Fleet of West Burlington told me, they gave him one of their toughest games uh, this year. Uh, um, yeah. You know, the Wise and Muscatines had some big uh, uh, wins and uh, some heartbreaking losses, uh, particularly that overtime game against Waco. Um, uh, I, did, did you find who the home team was? Yeah, I've got it pulled up here. So Central Lee's the four seed, the Wise and Muscatine the five. So this game will be down in Donaldson. Um, yeah, this is a 50-50 game, and both teams better treat this like the national title game because they got West Burlington looming in the second round for the winner. Yeah, but, uh, you know, this is a game. This is what this is what we're, you know, we're liking here, I'm yep. thinking. 
one game at a time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't seen Central League play, but because of Northrop and, and uh, the way the Wiser Muscat team plays and when I have seen them on, on TV, I give them a pretty good chance to come out of this one. But, you know, that's based on not having even seen the Hawks play. So hard for me to say. It's going to be it's definitely hard to say. Well, um, uh, I know West Burlington. Uh, do you know who West Burlington plays? They'll play the winner of Central Lee and the Wise of Oh, okay. they'll get that first round. And then uh, uh, I'm assuming that uh, Pella Christian is also a uh, probably getting a bye. They're a first round. Uh, I believe so. I'll have to swing over to their side of things. They are. Uh, I can't think of any other games that, that uh, are going on that we haven't talked about. Um, yeah, me either. It's, 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 uh, hard to pour through all these. Yeah. Pellet Christian's down in Substate five and they'd take on the winner of Albion Centerville mid prairies in that same district with Eddieville, Blakesburg and Cardinal. So Pellet Christian's got to be the favorite in that one. I'm sure. They're good, man. They're yeah. really good. The good, we got the, the, the good news about the playoffs is, um, that West Burlington and Pellet Christian won't meet until the state tournament and Winfield Mount Union and Kyoto won't meet until the state tournament. And, uh, I, I'm thinking those guys are, are, are the big, the big Oh, well, Holy Trinity. Do you know who, who Holy Trinity plays here in the first round? I'll have to pull that one back up as well. I don't want to forget about them. These, uh, windows, they, they download and then they're on the phone for so long. And then when I switch I know, over, I'm, I'm struggling to, uh, uh, find them too. So they're in Substate Five, uh, District Ten. So that's the district opposite the Winfield Mount Union one, and they're the one team from down here that got sent away. You know, so their their path to to a Substate Final or, or state, is, you know, they get to avoid a lot of the teams that you know they've had to face throughout the season. So they got, I don't want to say lucky, but kind of that way. At least they get to see some new blood. They'll play the winner of Seymour and Tri County, and you know those are eight nine seats. Yeah, uh, okay, so Tri-County, so, you know, what about, I don't see uh, Holy Trinity having trouble. There's a couple other teams we can go through here pretty quickly. Meepo and Wilton, I'd like to know who they play. You got me going back and forth between 1A and 2A here. <laughs> so, so I'm all over the place. Um, let's see, Wilton and Meepo. I got Wilton against Durant. Okay. Um, uh, let's see Mediapolis is, oh gosh, where are they at here? I don't think. I, oh, I, Mediapolis, I, Mediapolis has got Van Buren in a three versus six. Uh, they're in the same sub-state with West Burlington and West Branch, the Liza Muscatine and Central Lee. Well, those guys are, uh, um, they are uh, uh, going to win those games. I mean, Holy Trinity's going to win. Wilton's going to win. Meepo's going to win. Uh, I don't yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> so that, those are our predictions. This is a um, kind of like the uh, beat the round guy here, uh, uh, playoff style. Well, I don't know. There's any other games. There, you know, there's some three A games. There, I think their brackets are going to come out Monday or something. Uh, you got any other thoughts on anything, Scotty? Well, I think, uh, I, just to say that I think our small schools, it's much like football season this year, we, we're probably going to hang our hat on, on 
many more of them to make deep runs than our bigger schools. I think 3A and 4A is going to be rough uh, on Southeast Iowa, and uh, that's just the way the way the year has gone athletically for us down here. Well, I'm going to talk about some teams that, that um, could make some noise somewhere in this playoffs. Uh, I'm going to start out with Meepo. Uh, Max Griffin down there uh, is leading his team. If he gets, um, you know, gets up in a career uh, game territory, uh, they could be somebody to deal with. Uh, Wilton um, just beat Regina, you know, so you got to, uh, I think that they, they there's a little kick in that horse up there. Uh but uh, Holy Trinity and Waco, uh, um, I mean, Wake, Holy Trinity's at one seed, you know, it's hard to, to but I still think that they've had a, a tremendous season, and they're very strong, and they could be very dangerous in this playoffs. And Waco, who's uh, not a one seed, uh, uh, probably uh, one of the lower seeds that is really capable of catching fire and, and making something happen. Uh, do you have any other teams out there kind of bubbling? Maybe Danville or Notre Dame, something like that? Definitely Notre Dame, and that's happening, like I said, knowing I don't know anything about him. Uh, Daniel, for sure, got some nightmare matchup stuff going on there, and I saw it against Holy Trinity up close and personal. Um, I didn't expect Holy Trinity to struggle so much against them, but they did, and that size is uh, it's something when it's uh, quality size in small school basketball. Now, you know, Winfield Mount Union can match that and then some with, with the athletic ability of their big men, so they're, they're my pick to go all the way. Um, but, yeah, there's a handful of teams that can could, on a given night, knock you off. And uh, Waco would be one of them. Uh, Trinity's got a, I don't think an easy path, but maybe an easier path to state than some of the others. So I see them having a good postseason run, too. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think the two that I've got my eye on, I've got my eye on a, a Holy Trinity versus Winfield Mount Union sub-state game. That's, that's what I think is going to happen. And, uh, but we'll see. There's some teams that are going to lie in wait and try to knock these guys off. Well, both of those guys have some pretty tough teams over there. Uh, Holy Trinity's got Moravia, four seed. Yeah. Uh, they got North Mahaska. Uh, they got Montezuma. They'd have to get past. Uh, uh, Winfield's got uh, Winfield Mount Union. They got Waco. Uh, a couple other really good teams over there, too. So uh, I'm sure there'll be some knockoffs. And, uh, yeah. I'll see there'll be some heartbreakers, and I'm sure there'll be somebody pushing this uh, uh, ball up to Wells Fargo Arena. Well, uh, anything else you got before we let you go, Scotty? That's it for me. I'm ready to get this thing tipped off and and follow the excitement. All right. Well, thanks for being with us here on the basketball version of Beat the Round Guy. You got it.